Hi, these are your hosts, Max Garza and Francis Jasper. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about nutrition, having a healthy diet, exercising, different kinds and benefits, how to be consistent with your diet, and exercise. We will also be talking about why certain forms of exercise might not be the best, and long-term benefits of living a healthy life. We actually have a guest speaker for the portion about healthy eating and also about exercises that might not be the best for you. And he's actually going to share some of his personal experiences and why a healthy diet is very important and also how certain forms of exercise can be very bad for your body. In our first segment, we will be talking about good nutrition. Good nutrition is the key to good mental and physical health. By having good nutrition, you should eat a balanced diet and monitor the kind and amount of food you eat. Nutrients are ingredients in food that help you grow, repair body tissue, and build new muscle tissue. No single food will provide the right amount of nutrients, and by combining foods from all the different food groups, you can meet your body's daily needs. A lot of people really get stuck on how do I have a healthy diet, and we're going to try to answer some of that. And one of the most important things is to eat a variety of foods from each group and stay within the, rec- the recommended serving list listed. So you don't want to eat a ton of a certain food, even if that's a healthy food. If you're eating just like 2,000 calories worth of it, it's obviously going to have a different effect than you would anticipate from that certain food. You're also going to want to choose foods that are low in fat and sugar. Fat and sugar are not necessarily that healthy. And if you find that your diet is mainly consisting of fat and sugar, then you're going to see some health downfalls. You want to, the first step of this is to make healthy choices when you're shopping for your food. So this includes always looking at the food label, looking at whether it's canned, frozen, or packaged. You want fresh food, fresh organic food, and this will help you be have more nutrients and get all the foods you need (laughs) reading the nutrition labels can tell you a lot of things they can list the items by law that need to be listed in food products and show what a serving size of food is which can help you in knowing how much you should eat and how much you are eating And they also tell you the calories and fats that are in your serving and the food that can come from the fat. And they can also tell you important vitamins and minerals that the food provides. I think it seems to be a very common trend in an unhealthy diet that people are uneducated about what they're eating. I think a lot of people, a common problem that a lot of people have is that they they don't understand what they're putting in their body and they go to the store and they buy foods, but they aren't really like reading the labels and they don't understand what's in the foods. They don't really know what they're consuming, which makes it a lot more difficult for them to balance out their diet and make sure that they're getting the nutrients and vitamins that they need. And another aspect of health is definitely nutrients and vitamins are extremely important. And a lot of people ask if I'm not eating a super healthy diet, do I need a vitamin and mineral supplement? And in some cases, you probably will, because if you're eating a lot of foods that have no vitamins, minerals, a lot of artificial foods, then you're probably going to need something else to supplement that to make sure that you're still balancing your diet and still are able to be healthy. But if you're eating natural foods, meats, vegetables, anything like that, chances are if you're eating those for three or four meals a day that you are going to be getting 
the vitamins and nutrients that you need and supplementing that might not be necessary. A very important part of eating a healthy diet is eating a very balanced diet with multiple food groups. Eating a healthy, balanced diet is an important part of maintaining good health, and you can feel a lot better if you're doing it. By doing this, you want to eat a wide variety of fruit, foods in the right amounts from a lot of different food groups. And by doing this and consuming the right amount of food and drink, you can achieve and maintain a healthy body weight and overall a healthy body. Um, you want to do this by eating multiple food groups, by eating a lot of base meals and different types of meals. A good base meal is a higher fiber, starchy food like potatoes, bread, rice, or pasta. And you want to have some dairy or dairy alternatives, such as soy drinks, in there. If you are lactose intolerant, soy drinks are a great way to balance out the dairy in your diet. You also want to eat a lot of beans, fish, eggs, meat, and other protein. This is different for vegetarians and vegans, but you always want to make sure you're eating your protein or else you cannot live a happy, a healthy life. A healthy life and have a healthy diet. You also want to do some unsaturated oils and spreads and just eat them in small amounts. And doing this will help you maintain these amount of meals and food you need. A very important part is drinking a lot of water and other fluids. Water is great. You want to do at least eight glasses or more a day to stay healthy. And if you are having, if you are having foods and drinks that are high in fat, salt, and sugar, which you should not be doing, you should be trying to stay away from those. You want to have less and in small amounts. So if you're eating a dessert every single night, you should stop that because you could be taking in too much fat and sugar and that could really be affecting you. And you should also try to choose from a variety of food groups and mostly from the five main food groups to get a wide range of nutrients. So when it comes to fruits and vegetables, it's one of the most important food groups that you need to be consuming. And a good rule of thumb for vegetables is to just try to get five a day for either combined fruits and vegetables. Because fruits and vegetables are a good source of vitamins and minerals and also fiber. And they, make up, and they should make up just over a third of the food you eat each day. It's recommended that you eat at least five portions of a variety of fruit and vegetables every day. It doesn't really matter if they're fresh or frozen, canned, dried, juiced, any of those. It just matters that you're getting the amount that you need on a consistent basis so that you can be healthy and feel healthy every day. There's evidence that people who eat at least five portions of fruit and vegetables a day have a lower risk of heart disease, stroke, and some cancers which is one of the many health benefits that you will get from having a balanced diet that includes fruits and vegetables. Just one apple, banana, pear, or just any similar size fruit counts as one portion. And if you can monitor that, keep track and stick to having five a day, then I can almost guarantee that you're going to feel better and you're going to see health benefits that you didn't think that were possible just from eating fruits and vegetables. So if you don't have fruits and vegetables incorporated into your diet regularly, then there are a lot of different ways that you can try to incorporate them. Like you can add a tablespoon of dried fruit or raisins just to your morning cereal. You can add fruits just as a side dish to certain meals that you're eating. And in the evening, you can have a portion of vegetables with dinner. You can eat them as a snack even. Just anything that is getting the fruit and vegetables in your body 
it's going to be better for you and you just need to make sure that you're doing it. Another great way to do that is you want to, a great way to do that is breakfast smoothies and things like that. Because with smoothies, you can eat a lot of fruit and vegetables in one serving at the same time. And that is just a great way to get it all in your system and not have to worry about separate, separately eating each of those fruits. You can just get them all over with if you're not a big fruit or vegetable person. And also having those fruits in a liquid form, I think can be helpful to a lot of people because I know personally, sometimes I wake up in the morning and my appetite isn't great for food, but throughout the entire day, I pretty, I'm always pretty much okay with drinking something. It usually doesn't have the same effect on your stomach. So if you're blending all those fruits together into like a good tasting smoothie, it's definitely going to be a lot more appetizing, even if you don't necessarily feel like food you're still able to get all the fruits that you need just through that smoothie. Great meal replacements would be protein powder. If you're able to put that in your smoothie, then you could be able to, um, if you put it in your smoothie, then you're able to get a meal replacement with it and you get the protein with all those fruits. And doing things like putting spinach or kale or things like that in your smoothie can get you all the greens you need in a day without actually having to eat them. If you're a person that doesn't like them. One very important food group that's often overlooked is getting milk and dairy foods into your diet. Milk and dairy foods can include cheese, yogurt, or just straight up milk. They contain a lot of calcium and vitamins and keep your bones healthy. And when you are eating these, it's not required, but it's smart to go for lower fat and lower sugar products. So semi-skimmed 1% or skimmed milk is very good for lower fat. And hard cheeses and cottage cheeses with lower fat are very good, along with lower sugar yogurt. There's also a lot of people that are lactose intolerant that aren't able to eat these. So one smart thing to do is either to get uh, non-lactose drinks and yogurts or choose soy drinks which are also good and included in this food group and when you are buying these alternatives you want to choose unsweetened and calcium fortified versions because this calcium is the thing that really helps your bones another food group that i talked about would be beans fish eggs meat and other proteins Proteins are great for building back muscle, and especially if you're exercising, you need protein. Even if you aren't exercising, protein is very important. When you are a vegan or vegetarian, you, can't, you can get this supplement of protein, but you need to do it in the right way by eating either beans, fish, um, anything that's not red meat. Um, The next topic that we're going to be going pretty in-depth on is exercise. And before we get into the different types of exercise, I just wanted to kind of just go over that there's not really one way of exercising that's going to get you the physique that you want and make you super healthy. It's kind of more about finding what works for you. We're going to go over some of the different things that might work for you and might help you achieve the body you want. But the main purpose is just to be consistent with your exercise. And if you are, and you're doing the right type of exercise for the body that you want, you're going to see results. And there's no reason to change up 
and try to do what like professional athletes or bodybuilders or any of them are doing. You just want to find exactly what works for you. And that can be hard to do in some cases. So we're, we are going to go over a little bit, some different types of exercise and what type of benefits they might have. And the first one that I'm going to talk about is weightlifting. And weightlifting is a very popular exercise, particularly for men and also for a lot of women. And the main purpose of weightlifting, there are a lot of purposes of weightlifting, depending on the type of weightlifting that you're doing. But one of the main purposes for weightlifting is getting stronger and gaining muscle. And pairing that with a diet where you're eating a lot of food, you're consuming a lot of calories, a lot of protein, what you're going to start to see is that if you're weightlifting a lot, you're going to start to get bigger. And if you have the proper diet, a lot of that's going to be muscle. But if you don't, then weightlifting will make you stronger, but it also, you might see gaining in weight in areas that you might not necessarily want to. So weightlifting is... If your goal is to be able to run a 5K, then weightlifting might not be the best course of action for you to get down to where you want to be. If you want to be really skinny, in good shape, not eat a lot, then you might want to pair that with something more cardio-based than weightlifting. But if you want to get bigger, you're skinny, you want to gain muscle, or if you're already pretty big, you just want to get stronger, then eating a lot of protein, which goes back to the diet portion, and also weightlifting is going to be the best course for doing that. And there's within weightlifting, there are a few separate things. So there's bodyweight exercises, such as push-ups and sit-ups, which are very good beginner exercises. If you're new to the gym, if you need just something simple that you can get down and still see results, then push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, any of those are just great bodyweight exercises that are really easy to do. You can do them in your room and they can actually really benefit your health. And then there's also machines at the gym. And what I've found is that machines are more for toning muscles, not necessarily improving them or getting them bigger. I mean, obviously, that varies person to person. I mean, certain machines are great for building muscle. But if you are, if your goal is really to just tone, you already are pretty content with your body, you want to get more defined, more cut, then you can do some machines, throw in some cardio in there, and then you'll start to see that happen. And if you your goal is to get bigger, then what you're most likely going to want to do within the gym is uh, free weight exercises. And that includes things such as bed, bench press, squatting, which are just very simple exercises where you either bench press is where you put the bar above your chest and you press it up, which is a very good exercise for building your arms and your chest, and squatting, which is very good for building your calves and your quads. The next topic that we're going to be going pretty in-depth on is exercise. And before we get into the different types of exercise, I just wanted to kind of just go over that there's not really one way of exercising that's going to get you the physique that you want and make you super healthy. It's kind of more about finding what works for you. We're going to go over some of the different things that might work for you and might help you achieve the body you want. But the main purpose is just to be consistent with your exercise. And if you are, and you're doing the right type of exercise for the body that you want, you're going to see results. And there's no reason to change up and try to do what like professional athletes or bodybuilders or any of them are doing. You just want to find exactly what works for you. And that can be hard to do in some cases. So we're, we are going to go over a little bit, some different types of exercise and what type of benefits they might have. And the first one that I'm going to talk about is weightlifting. And weightlifting is a very popular exercise, particularly for men and also for a lot of women. And the main purpose of weightlifting, there are a lot of purposes of weightlifting, depending on the type of weightlifting that you're doing. But one of the main purposes for weightlifting is getting stronger and gaining muscle. 
And pairing that with a diet where you're eating a lot of food, you're consuming a lot of calories, a lot of protein, what you're going to start to see is that if you're weightlifting a lot, you're going to start to get bigger. And if you have the proper diet, a lot of that's going to be muscle. But if you don't, then weightlifting will make you stronger, but it also, you might see gaining weight in areas that you might not necessarily want to. So weightlifting is, if your goal is to be able to run a 5K, then weightlifting might not be the best course of action for you to get down to where you want to be. If you want to be really skinny, in good shape, not eat a lot, then you might want to pair that with something more cardio-based than weightlifting. But if you want to get bigger, you're skinny, you want to gain muscle, or if you're already pretty big, you just want to get stronger, then eating a lot of protein, which goes back to the diet portion, and also weightlifting is going to be the best course for doing that. And there's within weightlifting, there are a few separate things. So there's bodyweight exercises, such as push-ups and sit-ups, which are very good beginner exercises if you're new to the gym, if you need just something simple that you can get down and still see results, then push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, any of those are just great bodyweight exercises that are really easy to do. You can do them in your room, and they can actually really benefit your health. And then there's also machines at the gym. And what I've found is that machines are more for toning muscles, not necessarily improving them or getting them bigger. I mean, obviously, that varies person to person. I mean, certain machines are great for building muscle. But if you are, if your goal is really to just tell, you already are pretty content with your body, you want to get more defined, more cut, then you can do some machines, throw in some cardio in there, and then you'll start to see that happen. And if you your goal is to get bigger, then what you're most likely going to want to do within the gym is uh, free weight exercises. And that includes things such as bed, bench press, squatting, which are just very simple exercises where you either bench press is where you put the bar above your chest and you press it up which is a very good exercise for building your arms and your chest and squatting, which is very good for building your calves and your quads. A great way to exercise for people who aren't really planning on building muscle, but instead getting more in shape and losing fat is cardio. Cardio exercise is any exercise that raises your heart rate. These could be running, walking, ellipticals, many other machines. You could bike, um, do stairs, jump rope, swimming, rowing, anything that really raises your heart, heart rate and just gets you going could be considered cardio. And really our bodies are meant to move. So when we are moving and raising our heart rate, it helps us lose fat and also get in better shape. Um, it can also tone muscles, mostly in your legs and arms, but running and things like that can really help. Um, cardio exercises usually use a large muscle group over a long period of time. So something like running would be using your legs over a long period of time, or something like rowing could be using your arms and legs at a very long time. And this is very intense, and it just really gets you going. So it's really helpful to do cardio, and the American Heart Association recommends that you do at least 30 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic activity at least five days a week for a total of 1,500 R, and at least 25 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity at least three weeks, of, at least three weeks for a total of 
75 minutes or a combination of moderate and vigorous intensity aerobic activity. And this can really help you. This is their recommendation. And by doing this, you can lose weight because exercise burns calories. And uh, by exercising, you're burning your calories along with burning your fats, and this will help you lose weight. It also helps you with a stronger heart. You, When doing cardio, you are working out your heart in a sense. So it teaches your heart to work more efficiently. Also, and this is mostly for older people, but it can lower your blood and cholesterol because as your heart beats faster, it increases blood flow and blood vessels become more elastic when they are worked and it's easier for blood to slip through. Also, you can increase bone density and weight-bearing aerobic exercises like walking help to decrease the risk of osteoporosis. Also, when you're running, it has a lot of health benefits that aren't only physical. A lot of times running and doing things like that can reduce your stress and depression if you have it. Because when you exercise, your body releases endorphins from the brain and they are natural painkillers. They make you feel good. They make you feel better about yourself. Also, it helps you become more tired. So for people that are having sleeping problems, cardio can really help because if you are working out, it really helps you. Um, it really helps you sleep better because when you aren't restless at night, and also as you do get older, it is very helpful to do cardio because you'll be maintaining your muscle strength instead of just using it once. And strong muscles, as we age, will help us be independent and be able to work by ourselves and be able to move better as we get older. Um, it also can increase your energy. You can increase your stamina and reduce your fatigue. And as you keep doing cardio more and more, you can get better and better at it. Also, cardio really helps when you're working out because getting your heart rate going can help your muscles um, can help your muscles get ready to work out if that's what you are doing. There's also a lot of health benefits such as reducing the risk of heart cancer and strengthening your lungs. Studies also show that you can live longer if you exercise regularly and do cardio, and you are also less likely to get sick because exercise activates your immune system. Okay, so our next, we have actually have a guest speaker today who's going to be sharing some of his personal experience regarding nutrition and exercise. He's going to tell us some of the things that he's experimented with in the past and some of the benefits that he personally saw from exercise. His name is Jack T, and here he is. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yep. Hi, Jack. Today you'll be telling us about just your personal experience regarding nutrition, healthy eating, weight gain, exercise, just everything that has happened to you in the past couple of years. As some of you listeners might not know, Jack has gone a little bit off the edge with weight and eating, so he has to, he's been trying to get back on it, but he's just going to be telling us about his personal experience, giving you guys, the listeners, some just advice about it and uh, how to keep yourself healthy and exercising regularly. Hi, so lately for the past couple of years, I haven't been eating so great and I haven't been exercising, so I've kind of been feeling bad I guess and so 
I, for the last couple of weeks, I started eating healthier knowing that I've been gaining lots of weight. And um, after eating and exercising, I've been feeling much better about myself. So I have a question for you, Jack. When it comes to eating unhealthy foods, if, like, what's the motive behind that? Has it just been easier and more convenient for you to eat unhealthy, or do you actually just think the foods taste better? Like, what's what's like the main reason that you haven't been eating healthy the past couple years? Well, I just go to my pantry and like I see the healthy foods, and then I see the unhealthy foods, and then I just go right to the unhealthy foods because they taste good. But I haven't really been noticing the downfalls of that until I became chubby and yeah. So. And aside from weight, have you felt any like? things in your body that have indicated that maybe it's time to like change something with your diet or with your exercise plan? Yeah. When I looked down on my stomach, I realized that I needed to change my exercise plan. So I started working out and um, eating healthier. So instead of going for the unhealthy foods in my cabinet, I go for the healthy foods. That might not taste as good, but I feel a lot better after eating them. Has there been any mental, mental changes since you started doing this? Yeah. For the first couple of days, it was hard because I would always resort to junk food. But now that I'm like in the groove of eating healthy, it's gotten a lot easier for me. And also I was wondering, like what when it comes to working out, what, what type of workouts have you been doing in order to improve your health? Well, I, like, I go to the gym and I do cardio, TRXs, uh, CrossFit, um, lifting weights. Cardio is a great way to lose fat. What type of cardio exercises do you like to do? I like running, jogging, walking. And specifically with TRX, I heard you mention that. I've heard from some sources that TRX in some cases, I don't know if this is really relates to your personal experience, but I've heard that TRX can sometimes, with when you couple it with weightlifting, can sometimes be hard on your joints and make other types of exercise harder. Have you experienced anything with that or has it really impacted at all? Yeah, I've been experiencing back pain, elbow pain, shoulder pain, knee pain from TRX. So I'm starting to stop using more and uh, resort more to cardio and lifting weights. Yeah, I think that's a very good point because some certain exercises, I mean, pretty much any exercise at all is going to be like in the grand scheme of things good for you. But certain exercises can be really hard on your joints. And if you're not experienced with working out, you might not want to go straight to something like TRX or calisthenics that might that can be very difficult if you're not very flexible. So I think that it's good that it's good to hear that like coupling that with weightlifting can also can in some cases be kind of difficult. And also that you tried to like make steps to cut it out and to just focus on exercises that aren't gonna leave your body in pain. Well, Jack, it was good talking to you. It was really nice to hear your personal experience. I just wanted to thank you for being so open about it. I think it's good for people to hear a perspective of someone who's not necessarily the healthiest because I feel like a lot of people in the health industry that are trying to give you advice are already extremely healthy, so it's hard to find someone to relate to who's also had some struggles with healthy eating and exercise. Thank you for coming on. Along with a lot of benefits in current time that can make you feel better, there are also a lot of long-term benefits to exercise and eating healthy. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention says that ongoing exercise can help control your weight. By doing this, you can do cardio and things like that. You also can reduce your risk of cardiovascular uh, disease, type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and some cancers. Also, you can strengthen your bones and muscles, which is very good for long-term when you start getting older. 
And then it also helps improve your mental health and move and mood. Um, a lot of times this can also improve your ability to do daily activities and prevent falls when you're older. A lot of old people have problems with that when their bones get brittle and their muscles, muscles aren't as strong. So ongoing exercise can really help this. Also, we've proven that a lot of uh, exercises can increase your chances of living longer. They also um, have a positive impact on your aging. The Harvard Medical School compares the effects of aging and the effects of exercise and demonstrates that exercise can influence how your body grows older. For example, with age, your resting heart rate increases and exercise can help decrease your resting heart rate. The speed at which intestines empty decreases and exercise can improve this speed. Metabolic rate decreases and exercise can help increase metabolism body fat increases and exercise can help decrease body fat the risk of depression increases and exercise can decrease this risk a great way to do all of these things is to be consistent being consistent can really help improve this exercise by doing physical activity regularly for example, running five miles one day and then skipping work workouts for the next two weeks doesn't work at all. By doing this, you'll lose everything you gained very quickly because you can lose your muscle and you can lose your cardiovascular help if you're, if you're not consistent. And a lot of times, um, things like this decrease a lot faster than they increase. So you want to make sure you're being very consistent, but also having rest days in your fitness program because you want to make sure that you have time for your body to heal itself. And this will help you be a lot healthier long term physically. The final thing that we wanted to address before we wrap this up was the mental aspect long term of going to the gym and exercising and eating healthy. There have been numerous studies that have made a direct connection between exercising and your mental health because it, as Max mentioned earlier, it releases a lot of endorphins and it just naturally makes you happier. I know from personal experience, whenever I'm feeling sad, going to the gym has always boosted my mood and eating healthy gives me something to work for and having that motivation always is a good thing. And it keeps me away from relying on other things for my own mental health, which I think is very beneficial. And I think it can be a, lot, a good thing for a lot of people. And even if you just started, no matter what the reason you started working out, like even if it was just because you had nothing to do, you were bored, you wanted to impress girls, you wanted to, you weren't comfortable with your body, you wanted to look better than you were, you wanted to be even the best bodybuilder in the world, no matter what the reason that you started exercising in the first place. Um, just keeping that in mind and always remembering your own motivation and staying consistent, it obviously is going to have a positive impact on your mental health. And in today's day and age, mental health has become a much more pressing issue. And a lot of people have resorted to things that are very unhealthy, such as drugs and things along those lines. And I think that exercising is its kind of forgotten that it can improve your mental health. So I just wanted to basically just reaffirm that exercise is a great way to improve your mental health. And I can almost guarantee that if you're having something hard going on in your life or you're not feeling the best about yourself, or you're uncomfortable in your own skin, even if you're not make, having results right off the bat, just getting out there and exercising, it's going to make an impact.
So just to wrap this all up, basically to sum it completely up, just eating a healthy diet, getting all your nutrients, going to the gym or working out of your house or just taking steps in the right direction for your own fitness, not only is going to help you live a longer and healthier life, but also a longer and happier life. So I also want to thank our guest speaker, Jack, for being so open. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. We hope you learned something listening to our podcast today.